I told my new wife I didn't care if she cheated on me. Needless to say, I think I really screwed up. I told my wife I didn't mind if she cheated on me. She was understandably shocked and confused. She asked me multiple times about this to try to understand what I meant. I took it as her being interested in opening up our relationship. I had no interest in other women, but I wanted her to be happy and have fun. So I sent her a list of boundaries. Example, no babies or STDs, and either of us could close and go back to monogamy at any time. Things like that. I further screwed up by saying she didn't have to tell me what she did. She told me a guy at work had given her his number, and she asked if it was okay to talk to him. And I said yes. Over the past few months, she got closer and closer to him. I was struggling at work and wasn't able to provide her the attention she needed. She came to me multiple times asking if I was okay with this. I now know she was trying to see if I cared about her. Eventually, they did it, and she came to me and said she felt so guilty. I was upset, but unwilling to admit that to her, and I told her not to worry, and it wasn't my fault if she felt guilty for it. We had been slowly growing apart, and I was pushing her away and self-sabotaging our relationship. I realized I was letting the most wonderful person in my life slip away, so I started to try and save what we had. I cooked her favorite meals, kept the house clean, did errands for her, and did her chores. She works a lot more than I do. I know expectations for men in relationships are low, and I thought I was a good man, because I never forgot her birthday, our anniversary, or a holiday. I would always make those days special. I would try to be home and ready with food whenever she got back from work. But I didn't sit her down and talk about my feelings. She told me she wanted to meet with a college friend of hers out of state. I knew her friend was a nice person and it would be good for her to have a girl's weekend away from all this mess. She told her mom this too after she asked to visit, so I assumed she really needed that. One week before her trip, she went to lunch with him and I was so jealous and hurt. I told her I didn't care if she came home that night. That moment proved to be the final nail in the coffin. The next day, I finally talked to her about my feelings. I begged her to close the relationship. She told me that for a long time, she felt no emotional connection to me and that her attraction to me had gone away and that when I told her not to come home, something had broken inside of her. She said she was willing to try. I finally listened to her about our issues and took steps to communicate more talk to her, cuddle more, and let her know about my feelings. She then told me her friend had asked her to leave me, and he would wait a year until the divorce or separation happened. After, I said at least she would have a nice weekend away with her college friend. She then said she had lied and revealed that the trip was with him and not with her friend. I begged her not to go, offered to pay any cancellation penalties, but she said she made a promise and was going to keep it. She went and came back. But she isn't the same. I asked her to stop seeing him and talking to him. She said she would try, but some days she comes home a little late and isn't hungry enough to eat the dinner I made for her, and I know she was with him. On our anniversary, I went all out. I got her flowers that matched our wedding colors, I made a photo album of our wedding and honeymoon, and I wrote her a list of vows on how I would continue to be a better husband. I used some of the decorations from our wedding to decorate a room just like our wedding reception for her, and played our first dance song and danced with her. I cried my eyes out, but she doesn't have any more tears left for me. I know every nice and romantic thing I do just hurts her more, and adds to the guilt she feels. We have our first counseling session this week. I'm not sure if this is going to help us or it's just going to help me cope with divorce. I feel like such a failure.
Well, my friend, I hate to say it, but you definitely screwed the pooch on this one. It sounds like when you initially made this proposal that it was coming from a genuine good place. It seems like you genuinely thought that this might be best for her, and that's what you wanted. But you didn't take into consideration what was going to be best for you, or the two of you as a couple. This was a disaster from the beginning. Unless this was already the kind of relationship you guys had before getting married, I don't see how this could make things better. You sound like you really love her, and I honestly do hope that you guys are able to work this out. But you literally opened the door for this. You offered it to her. You can't be upset that she took it. I just... I wish you all the best, my friend. My uncle seems to think it's funny to mess with me, so I recorded him for proof. My uncle thinks it's funny to get me to run back and forth between the pool and the kitchen getting him drinks. He'll say he wants a coke, then claim he asked for a beer, then ask where his coke is. He usually blames it on us darn millennials always being on our phones and not paying attention. For whatever reason, my parents don't tell him to screw off. It started getting old a long time ago, and I usually deal with it by making myself scarce when he's over. He was visiting over Memorial Day weekend, and he caught me. He asked for a Coke, so I brought him a Coke. Then he said he had asked for a beer. So I pulled out my phone and played the video I had recorded of him asking for a Coke. Like most darn millennials, I was on my phone when he asked, and I knew what was coming so I recorded his request. He asked me for a beer because that's what he really wanted. So I told him I'd be happy to get him a beer after he finished his drink, because unlike his boomer generation, I don't waste stuff for the fun of it. He got all huffy saying he was just joking around. The next time he asked me for a drink, my phone was in my pocket. So I pulled it out and said I didn't remember what he'd asked and for him to please repeat himself. He said he would just get his own drinks. I told him that was a great idea. My parents think I was a jerk for being rude to a guest and my elder. I thought I was just making sure he got what he asked for. No, you weren't being the jerk. He knew he was being a jerk. He's just messing with you. It'd be one thing if he did it once or twice, but if he's doing this all the time, every time he's over, yeah, it's gonna get old. Honestly, I think you handled this in about the best way you possibly could have. You messed with him right back. There's not a whole lot he can say when you have a video of what he asked for. If he wants to play games, we can play games. The service tech told my sister that she'd have to call the CEO if she wanted a loaner vehicle. So she did just that. This didn't happen to me, but it happened to my sister. I felt inspired to share with you since she's not a Redditor. We've had a bunch of family issues lately. Mom is disabled from a stroke, and my dad had a traumatic brain injury a month ago, leaving my sister as the primary caretaker of her household and my parents. I live about two hours away and help when I can. My sister has one car that can haul her family of her husband and three kids, and she relies on it every day to take the kiddos to school and pick them up. Sunday night, she was coming back from getting groceries when her car just died. Like, dead dead. Not starting. If it did start, it would run for about three seconds and clip off. Her husband and a nice policeman pushed it off the highway, and later they had it towed back to her house. Monday, she calls the dealership she bought it from. The truck has about 75,000 miles on it, but it's an older model. When she speaks to the service tech, she asks about a loaner vehicle to get her kids back and forth and take my mom to doctor appointments and such. They told her that they only give loaners to people with vehicles of that year, and the only person who can authorize the loaner is the CEO himself. 
I guess they thought they could scare my sister into shutting up about it, but they didn't realize they were dealing with a frazzled mama who's been dealing with doctors and hospitals for a month because of my dad's injury. One phone call to the CEO later, she's in his office writing a report about the service tech and signing papers on her loaner vehicle, which the CEO did mention they had five or six to choose from. He also didn't know about any policy about having to go through him to authorize a loaner. As she was leaving, she heard the CEO on the intercom calling for the service tech to come into his office. Bottom line, don't mess with frazzled mamas who are at the end of their rope wondering how to get their kids to school and her mom to the hospital to visit her dad. She might just do exactly as you suggest. Next time, maybe don't be a jerk. Seriously though, from the development of this story, it sounds like it was completely within this service guy's power to give her a loaner vehicle. Why was he holding back on her? She's clearly someone who needs one. There must have been some kind of misunderstanding here. Surely no one is actually that heartless. I will say though, good on the sister for actually following through. I mean, hey, when you're desperate and you're told that's your only option, you're gonna push that option pretty darn hard. I'm really not surprised that she managed to follow through and get the car, but thank God that she did. I can only imagine how much harder her life would have been for the next while while her car was in the shop. My internet provider refused to cancel my service even though I told them it was impossible for them to provide it to me, but they insisted on trying. So when I was living in the city, I had a contract with my internet provider, Rogers for my fellow Canadians. After a year in my apartment, I decided to move in with my then boyfriend, now husband, on a farm. A farm on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere. So I called to cancel my internet. I need to cancel, I'm moving- Then, interrupting me, Your services move with you. You signed a contract for X years and it only ends early if we're unable to provide service. You are unable to provide service. I'm moving to a rural area. Not possible. We provide service to many rural communities. What's your new postal code? I give them the postal code. That's for this town. We have service in this town. But I'm not living in that town. That's just my postal address. I'm living on a farm outside of that town. They then repeat the contract speech with an additional offer of an absurd buyout fee if I want to cancel my contract early without cause. I go, fine, you know what, I would love high speed internet instead of crappy satellite internet. When can you come? The install guy had to call me three times from the van, twice because he was lost and a third time because he was stuck in a snowdrift. When he finally arrived, it took him about 30 seconds to determine that there is obviously no infrastructure for high-speed internet. I offered him hot coffee for his trouble coming out, and he happily cancelled my service free of charge and accepted my equipment return. This cost Rogers a 3-4 to four hour callout when you count the drive, just to keep one impossible contract. I tried to tell them, but they wanted to be jerks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Sometimes those people on the other end of customer service are absolutely impossible to deal with. They're conditioned to try to keep you no matter what, and if they can, even upsell you and try to get more money out of you. So when you actually need to cancel, they are a complete pain to have to go through. I'm really not surprised that it came to this. I just feel bad for the poor service guy that had to go all the way out there and got stuck in the snow all because some customer service dude just didn't want to let a contract go. My son threw my daughter's feminine hygiene products in the trash, so I threw his switch in the trash. My daughter is 13 and has been having the worst mood swings with her periods. She's also had really bad cramping and other issues. She got snippy with my son, who's 9, over being loud while playing Fortnite. My son decided that his revenge was to throw away my daughter's feminine hygiene products all in the trash. She went to switch out her pad and he had thrown everything away. I had to make an emergency run to get more pads for my daughter who was already feeling pretty crappy. I hear my son playing Fortnite on his Switch and laughing with his friends about what he did. I grabbed his Switch and threw it in the trash. He starts crying, and my husband is like, really? And took it out of the trash and told my son he's grounded from the Switch until we decide to give it back to him. My husband locked it up in a safe in our bedroom and swears he won't give it back, but thinks that throwing it away was over the top. I don't think he should get it back, and that it should be given away to someone else, and my husband thinks I'm overreacting. But what our son did was cruel, and he should be punished for it, and the loss of his switch is punishment. Am I being the jerk here? Honestly, yeah, you are kind of being a jerk. Now, don't get me wrong, I totally understand where you're coming from. I would be furious if I heard that coming out of my son's mouth as well. I agree that what he did was incredibly cruel, but you said it yourself. Him not having his switch is the punishment. Your husband has taken it away from him. Throwing something expensive in the trash like that on an instinct emotion is probably not a good idea. Once things calm down and he eventually is allowed to have one back, you're just gonna have to buy him a new system. I really do think that your husband probably made the right call on this one. My entitled friend thinks I should pay for half their meals just because I make more money than they do. I'm currently out on vacation with a friend. It was supposed to be a three-day trip. I usually eat once a day and survive on coffee because of this new diet I'm trying. He likes to eat in fancy places, and every time we go to a breakfast or lunch place, he orders whatever he wants and I just get coffee. When the time comes for the bill, he gets one bill and makes me transfer him half the amount. It's really frustrating when he ordered almost $30 worth of food and I just got a coffee and had to send him $17. I called him out on this today and he called me petty for keeping tabs on small things despite making a six-figure salary. I don't think I'm being a jerk though. 
No, just because you make more money doesn't mean you're obligated to pay for his food. If he wants what he wants, he can pay for it. If he wants to eat at fancy restaurants all the time, he can pay for it. It's not a small amount when it adds up over time. He needs to accept responsibility for his own bill. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.